Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Let me say this to you guys. Whenever you hear Holy Ghost mentioned, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. You're going to hear Holy Ghost. You're going to encounter Holy Ghost. You don't hear the vessel. You may see me. You may hear my tone of voice. But the words are coming from, the deeds are coming from, the words of life are coming from, the laughter coming from, the atmosphere coming from, the encounter, the experience is coming from, the consecration is coming from, the elevation is coming from, the breakthroughs are coming from, Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Spiritual discipline means that I'm going to hear from God. I'm going to hear from God. I'm going to hear what God has to say because we cannot confuse God's teachings with our personal preferences. And many of us are confused and have been confused for years. Now, these are the things that we know what we should do. Don't sin. Don't lie, which is sin. Don't operate in deception. Walk in love. Watch what you say. Watch what you do. Be in Christ-like. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. That's loving God with all your heart, all your mind, all my heart, all my mind, all our soul, all our strength. Sow and seed on good ground. We know that. We hear that. We're taught that. Not to walk in fear. To count it all joy. To trust God. To only believe God. Living a life as a worshiper. Giving praise unto God. Lifting up the name of Christ. Knowing what Christ has afforded us. Pleading the blood over every lie. Pleading the blood over the truth. Pleading the blood because it is truth. We know to go to church and hear word. We know that we are the living word. Even though the church is in our home. But we come together to fellowship. We know what we should do and we shouldn't do. Mentally, emotionally, socially, financially, physically, and spiritually. But when it comes to personal things that we like to do, we can't put that on each other and say, that's what God is saying to do. See, we know what it is to walk as a believer. But when it comes to what I like and what I wear and what I eat, that's what I prefer. See, I can't put that on you. I may not go out to fast food restaurants. You may. I'm not going to have you to feel like there's something wrong with that. You may not wear pants. I may wear pants. I may wear dresses. You may don't wear a dress. I can't put that on you. I can't say that is the law of the Lord because our laws are not the laws. We don't have any. We are in a new covenant of grace. And grace is not behavior based. But we do not forget our godly character. How to talk to each other. How to treat each other. Because I clean so much. You clean. But you may not clean as much as I clean. I can't put that on you. It's like I'm going to your house and clean up. And I'm a guest. Who does that? Who go up in my home and go up in my fridge? Who does that? Who try to put their keys in my keyhole? Who does that?
Don't tell me how much gas I need in my car if you're not going to put a pump and put something on a pump to put in my car. Come on. Don't tell me how much I should do when I should do. I can't do that to you either. But when we walk in love and be cheerful at what we do, we know it's a lifestyle. I can't tell you not to eat fried chicken. I can't tell you to only eat salad. I can't tell you to go to the gym. I can't tell you what time to wake up and what time to pray. You have a personal relationship. What's in you, I need. And if you're going to be like me, then how can you shop at me if we're the same? See, I can't have you to be like me. I can't even teach my kids to be like me. I have to teach my children to be like him. Because the greater one on the inside of me. I can't tell you not to buy a costume. Because I think it's a devil's day. But I'm going to tell you, you understand? To celebrate other holidays that's still traditional. Come on. I cannot be a contradictor. Because every holiday is man-made. We don't know when Christ was born, but we took a day out to celebrate. You know what's so amazing? When it comes to our birthday, we celebrate in the date. But many of us celebrate the day. We don't say happy birth date. We say happy birthday. It's not the day of. Because September 10th is not always on the same day. Each year, it goes up on the calendar each day. This year, it could be on Friday. Next year, it's Saturday. Year after that, it's Sunday. It goes on and on throughout the weeks. So I have to go back to the year and the day that I was born. So I celebrate the date. You celebrate the date, not the day. Because I wasn't born on Thursday if September 10th, 1980, whatever, was on Monday. Then that's not the date. I can never get that day back because that day would never be reversed. So we're celebrating September 10th every year. No matter what day is on. Happy birth date. Hallelujah. Just like New Year's. It's the date. Not the day. Every January the 1st. So who am I to say. I can do my birthday. But I don't do Christmas. Because I don't know he was born that day. What? A holiday is a holiday. A celebration is a celebration. It's what you make it. It's what you make it. Because we never did no horror, drinking no blood. But we wore costumes. We had jack-o'-lanterns. We ate pumpkin seeds. Went to the pumpkin patch. And we watched movies. Some of us watch horror movies. Okay. It's what you make it. See, I don't watch horror movies, but my father and them do, and I can't put that on them. 
because of what I choose to do. I can't have no one to feel like they're living wrong when we all been made right. Now we all have a personal relationship and we're open to hear what God has to say. So let's hear what he has to say to every single one of us. Now there are some things that God said amongst us all like love, walk in the fruits, be of good cheer. We've been made do it for a night. Stir yourself up. Lean not to your own understanding. Don't look to the left or the right. Look forward. Look upon the hills which come with your help. Trust God. Those who wait on the Lord, he will renew your strength. We know how to live. And we know why we're living. Why? To glorify God. How? As a worshiper. I can't tell you what you should and should not do due to what I personally like to do or don't do. That's where we have a lot of confrontation, a lot of division. Because I'm a Christian and you're a Baptist doesn't mean you know God more or less than I do. How about we just be Christ-like and let people follow that example? See, God used that very thing for us to prosper. Halloween was built upon three witches, hocus pocus, like the movie. And they went in the woods to bring the trees to life and try to have the trees to come to life and talk and move and call forth the dead at the cemetery. That's not what we do. So we make it very festive with autumn, with harvest. With the basket, with the pumpkins, and the corn stalks, and you understand? The candy corns, I used to like those. So I realized how sweet they really are. You understand? The apple cider, taking pictures. Enjoying a hayride. My last hayride, I was in elementary. I'm going this year and you cannot tell me nothing. Oh my goodness, hayride. Hey y'all, I'm on hayride. Come on, hayride, don't play with me. I'm excited for this. Come on. I'm excited being here. <laughs> I'm excited. Because the world always trying to have us to think by the enemy that we can't do nothing walking with God. No, everything belongs to us, the world. No, we take it back. It belongs to God for real. Because the earth, you're going to wither away. We are everlasting. Harvest is ours. It's harvest time. Christmas. Christ must. Christ must. Every new year to me is jubilee. It don't have to be 50 years. Every 365 days. It's a day I remember what I said I was going to do, being led by Holy Spirit, to know what to get done to become better. And I work on it every day. And here I am better this year than I was last year. My family better. Restoration. Do you know family restoration could come by a homegoing service? It could come by, you understand? 
a form of bereavement. And we look at it like we only come together when things go bad. We only come together doing anniversaries. We only come together when somebody die. We only come together when somebody get married. Not even a way. God have you to come together to continue to connect. But we disconnect every time. Because we keep saying we only come together with weddings. And that's why we keep coming together with weddings. Keep coming together only when we have functions. That's why. Many of us say it, but we really don't want to do it. You don't really want your whole family in your life. You don't really want to buy everybody something on their birthday. That's over 250 people. You'll be buying things all day, every day. And many of us not even really, to, really ready to do that. You're not even willing to have everybody in your place, in your space. See, Hispanic culture, they can do that. That's why they have eight bedroom homes. There's about 15 people living there. They can do that. Grandma, great grandma. We don't have to do that. It's okay. But let it be because we just don't want to. Not because we just can't get along. And then we laugh at them, but they're getting along. I don't care if they argue and hose in them inside the house. Guess what? They're still living in the house and they're saving money. Everybody put up, you know, 15 people put up $200. Come on. That's a pool, a jacuzzi, all of that. Everybody not always home all the time. We have enough money to go on vacations. I'm not saying move your family in your house. I'm just saying get along, go along, and sing that song. Because many of us could just talk about it. But we don't want to really be about that. We don't really want to be about it. You don't want to get everybody your family a Christmas gift. We're used to getting only those in your home. Come on, someone. I realize somebody could cuss you out, cuss me out, and then act like nothing ever happened. And sometimes we like, nah, whatever, man. You don't remember what you just said? You remember you just hurt me? You just lied to me? Just disrespected me? Guess what? If they could cuss you out and move on, we have to do the same thing. We have to release a person right in the midst of them doing it. Release them before they do it. Because we're not going to ever be bothered. Because we don't operate in offense. See, we're waiting for the operation to happen and the surgery to happen in the midst of it. No. The surgery is self-edification. I can never be offended because I'm not going to put myself in a position or predicament to allow things to bother me. So I have to stay in that place. I have to stay reminding myself. I don't remind myself when I encounter it because it may be too late. I'm already pissed off. Now I'm trying to remind myself. It's like reminding myself in prison that I shouldn't have robbed that bank, but I'm already in prison. I already did. So how about I say that to myself before I went to the bank, before I put the mask on, before I got the gun? So we have to be very mindful who we listen to. And guess what? Let it only be Holy Ghost. You know when you hear Holy Ghost through people. Because Holy Ghost don't have no grudges. Holy Ghost starts fresh. Holy Ghost renewed every single morning. Because God's mercies are new every single morning. Holy Ghost is wisdom and knowledge. And understanding and getting a better understanding and becoming more 
and more better at understanding. Holy Spirit enjoys life and not complicated. That's one thing I never did, complicate anything. How you get to do things so smoothly? Because I'm not going to complicate anything. You're not going to overwhelm me. I'm not going to overwhelm you. Anything that seemed to be so you know, superficial, it's going to be done that quick to me. Because it's already efficient to me. I'm not going to complicate nothing. I don't care 10 babies, not complicated. I don't care 10 homes, not complicated. 10 bills, not complicated. 10 forms of pain, not complicated. You have a headache, can still be troubled in your mind, overthinking. You can have 10 things wrong with your head. Not complicating that. By not even thinking about that, to even claim that. God don't ever tend for us to go through something in our own home and leave out like, it's okay. Like, I'm still being a blessing. And that's a good thing. You know, put others before yourself. But you have to know that you have to deal with that within. That has to be dealt with eventually. And let's not keep disregarding what has to be dealt with. We're holding on to the things that we have inside that we know we got to work on, but we just, you know, investing in other people so they can work on their things. Yeah, that's good. You're ministering. But what about you? What about you? Because you're helping everybody but you. You're blessing everybody but you. You've been there for everybody but you. You're pampering everybody but you. You're married to everybody but you. Going to God about everybody but you. Now, it's okay to put everybody above yourself, but don't neglect yourself. That's like I'm going with you to get a pedicure and my feet flaky and hard at the bottom. I'm going with you to get your nails done and I'm sitting there beside you. Every time you go, I have the money, but don't even go get my nails done. My nails is filthy inside. Every nail, filthy. I'm watching you go to church and give God praise. I'm going with you. I'm praising God with you, but my heart not there. I'm thinking about what I'm going to eat when I leave. I'm thinking about chicken in church. And I wish they kind of hurry up, but I'm, you know, I'm not going to rush it because it wouldn't be right to do that, but I'm really ready to go. Come on, somebody. All these things happen because we have to know God for us. That's how it works for us, by knowing God for ourselves. You have to know God for you. How? Make it personal. Many of us are afraid to. I can't see them. I can see my girlfriends. You're not opening your spiritual eyes. Ask God to open up your eyes. I'm not going to ever put on you what I I never forget that time I wore my hair out, you know, for the first time in this certain place. And people was like, why you wear weave? Because I like it. Because I like it. I know what it's like to wear weave. I know what it's like not to wear weave. <laughs> I like it. Natural is great, but I like it. I like to switch it up. You may not, you're not going to know what I'm going to do next. You have no idea. 
I don't even know. <laughs> but I calmed down a lot with the hair. Because people kept telling me, I didn't see you. I was right there in front of you. That was you? Yeah, that was me. Oh, okay. And people say, who are you today? You understand? Who are you today? You understand? I calmed down a lot since high school. You couldn't tell me what color. What texture. I can't put that on you. Because I'm natural. Tell you have to wear perms. I can't put that on you. If I don't eat shellfish, tell you, oh, that's gross. That's disgusting. I would never. Okay. I may want to take my kids to McDonald's, get them a Happy Meal. Or Mighty Kids Meal. Sunday. Apple pie. You can't sit there and come at me like that, like you coming from God. Being sent to God to tell me, don't go to McDonald's with my kids. That's filthy. It's disgusting. You can't tell me that. That's not God. That's you. I can't tell you, oh, you shouldn't have married that woman. I can't say that to you. If I was you, I wear it like this. I can't say that. I would sound like this. I can't say that to you. We have to stop putting our personal preferences on other people. And stop having people thinking they're going to hell because they do something different than you. Because God says, if you judge, ye also be judged. If you prefer to live that way and do whatever it is that you do, that's because you want to. But you still have a personal relationship. I cannot tell you God don't love you because you date women as a woman. I'm not ashamed of you. Christ never told me to tell you that you're going to hell. Now, if I say that, I'm lying on him. And I don't want to do that. I'm not going to be that person that use word to condemn you, but don't use no word for me to also be convicted. How can I tell you how to live? Yeah, I'm not walking in love to even talk to you like that. Come on, we're not doing that one. Because to be honest, many people who prefer to do things that many of us think that we disagree upon have more of an issue with God than many of us who think we do. For real, for real. No one should feel like, let me get my own type of church with our kind because everybody else reject us. That's not the gospel. That's not Christ. Christ came around everybody and he went to those who was outcast, disrespected, rejected, prejudged, like many of us doing right now as Pharisees and not even aware. A Pharisee know all the word, but don't even apply due to how they treat people. Don't give me no dollar because you want to do a good deed, but your heart not in it. And I'm outside begging, quote unquote, for those who do. Don't do me no favor and go brag about it. Basically. Don't do me nothing and they're going to throw it in my face every chance you get. Basically. Don't help me and then look down upon me because you helped me with something. Basically. Neither am I to do that with any of you. Because I give you a word, I gave you a word of wisdom. Oh, I think I'm your leader. What? We are leaders. 
supply. We are all at the same table with the same master in front of our same enemies. If you think a person is your enemy, you're wrong. It's Satan. Now, if you don't believe that we can come under Satan's influence and be used as a vessel of him to do wrong things, then you're wrong. The same way we've been used and we be used by God as a vessel, same thing go for the father of this world. The only difference is, out of many, one important difference is that Satan doesn't have any power. God has given us all the power from him. Because all the power belongs to who? God. Satan uses our power against each other. He used us to destroy each other. And it seems like it's working a lot of the times. By us just going off what somebody say and not consulting with God first. Because you told me something, I'm going to go alongside with you and cause you and I to both be disrespectful or both be prejudging or both, you understand, come at people wrong? Nah. Everybody is welcome in the presence of God. Everybody is welcome to the kingdom of God. I can't tell you, go over there with your colors, go over there with your same sex, go over there with your young self, with an older person, you sugar daddy, you sugar mama, you pedophile, and I can't say any of those things. Because God doesn't call us any of that. God said we all are what? Welcomed. We all are welcome. How can I tell you you don't deserve to sit at my table? You, you selling drugs? You out of my house. And guess what? And then you're crying because they got shot in the streets. That's for all of us, man. I was like that. I didn't even know. In the past, I was very religious. I didn't know. I thought, you know, that's what we're supposed to do. Filled with a lot of rules. To the point, people kept telling me, your life is boring, yo. To me, fun was looking at the walls. And just, you know, soaking on, on, in the presence. Nothing wrong with that. But how can I engage in life with you? Be shopping by you alone all the time. Looking at the wall. How can I look at all you beneath me? I never did that. I'm just saying. Many of us do. Because I'm like this. I have this. I'm higher than you. Many of us pick and choose. Who we going to be with. And many of us see, us see ourselves being overpicked. That's like I'm on a baseball team. And you know how they pick who they want. Okay, I get you. I get you. And I'm the last pick. Oh, for real? And then I'm the one who calls the game. To win. Cause us to win the game. Those who last may be first. Those who last will be made first. Those who last are made first. Those who last are made first. Those who last he make first. Many people don't feel important. Because we want to share our love, extend our love to the same people. We can't pick and choose who to love. If I do something for you, I have to do it for everybody. I can't say I'm going to go with you, but not go with you. That's going to have you feel, you know, not valued by me. I'm not doing that. That's not what Christ done. Christ never walked off on anybody. 
He asked them, do you wish to leave me? Because I can never leave you. I'm going to go pray for you. You still sleep on me. I'm being betrayed for you. You all walk off on me. And I still promote you and release Holy Spirit upon you. Because I did it all for you. Now, he did all this for us. And we know what he done for us. How about we demonstrate what we know? By being just like him in return. Everybody are welcome. I don't care if you're a man wearing a dress. The only thing I'm not going to do is call you outside your name. That's what I'm not going to do. I'm not going to even have it in my heart. Okay, you living wrong, but I'm still going to be loving like Christ. That's still wrong. My heart not right. My heart still thinking you're wrong. That means my heart's still judging you. Because you eat at a fancy restaurant don't mean you're rich. When you eat at the master's table, that's what makes you rich. Rich folks go to McDonald's. Rich folk goes to Dollar Tree. Don't go there just so you can look as if you humble yourself. It's going to be shown how we act towards people. Many of us don't even know how to survive naturally in a habitat that's not seclusive or inclusive for ourselves. Some places you go around this world, you may have to eat out your hand. You may have to use a bathroom inside a hole in the ground surrounded by straw. You may watch the food that they kill, you understand, to prepare. You may have to bathe in a country, in a creek, without nobody watching, of course. Are you willing? Are you willing? You may have to ride in a little pup, 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 pup wagon. Just to get your... You understand what a sound effects, but you get, you get what I'm saying. Because you're learning from me doesn't mean I'm your leader. It means that you're listening to the Christ in me as a believer. Trust me. You want to know something? I'm not your leader. I'm led by Christ. I'm not your teacher. These words come from Christ. I'm a vessel and I love being used because me as a vessel, Quenisha, Janice Hood, God just dropped my last name. God just dropped my last name. He took, he just marked off Hood. Oh God. He just mocked off hood. <laughs> Father, my family, they are strong with hood, though, y'all. They are. 
I think everybody in my last name kept their last name with the new name. Yeah, they like, we hoots. We hoots. Represent me in the hood. I was like, where this last name come from? What kind of plantation was this? This is not an African last name. This wasn't our name before we came to, you know, to America. 1619 Jamestown, you know, Jamestown, Virginia. If I was even with that batch, my family bloodline. But for real, for real, hold up. What, what plantation was that? The hood plantation? What plantation was that? And they so proud too. We the hoods. Play with us. The hoods. I'm like, oh my God. I was so ashamed. Don't you dare be ashamed of your lesson. You're a hood. Okay, hood. <laughs> every, every accomplishment. We in the auditorium. I'm in school. Elementary. It doesn't matter. Junior high, high school. Quenisha, hood, God. And the war goes to Quenisha, hood, oh, God. Student of the month, Quenisha, hood, oh, God. Won the math B, Quenisha, hood. Being awarded by the mayor, Quenisha, hood, oh, God. Here go the cheerleaders, we have this person, that person, and we have Quenisha, hood, oh, God. Just say Quenisha. My family was not okay with that. You ashamed? Your last name? But why is it hood? They keep saying I'm so hood. They keep calling me girls in the hood. Little red rod in hood. Why I got be H-O-O-D? <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. Hey, I know what God is saying to me. That is your bloodline last name. But when I join you to be married... I'm releasing you from that name. Let me tell you, ladies. It is so good when God tell you. See, that's not what he's saying to you. He's telling me. I can't tell you, drop your last name. No. He may tell you, keep yours. Keep it. He's telling me to drop mine. <laughs> God has me to do everything traditionally. I'm trying to tell you. And I mean, back in the day tradition. You know, our grandmothers never kept their last name. No, they did. They dropped it. We the ones, you know what I'm saying, keeping our last name and add on. And it's okay. It's the new thing. He's always doing a new thing. But God is telling me personally, he, he, got, a, he got a line going across mine. You know, like you do Roman numeral when you get to the four, and then you want to do five and put that cross? He's crossing our hood. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> Quenisha Janice. <laughs> And I'm like, God, fill it in like he, he is doing now. Hallelujah. But anyway, I just thank God for everything. You know, okay, God, he said, say this. In the Bible, he identified us as a union by us sharing the same name. The woman was called Adam too, according to Genesis Five verse two, and they both were called Adam. That's why when God say Adam, where are you? They both hid themselves. The word saying they both hid themselves because He called both of them, but He walked towards the man, the one He created first. Even though men, you are born out of other men, but as a man, you were created first. We are created out of you. So every wife with your husband, you created out of that man. And that's why you're so relational. 
And that's why you feel like, you know, you can depend on them. Because God sent you help. That's how your help comes from the Lord. Because your Lord sends you help as well. A comforter and someone who can comfort you walking in spirit and in truth. And it's so amazing. I had to really get over just denying I need help. I didn't even know how to even say that. If I get help, it's going to be from God, not you. Whoever you are, as I felt at the time, way, way back. Then I realized, oh my goodness, I really need your help. And God showed me where I can use your help, what areas. I don't have to feel like if I tell you my weakness, you're going to use it against me and think you're better than me. No, we help each other. I realized God used me to speak a whole passage to you guys. And it's powerful and sharp. But God will use him to speak three words. And it's sharp regarding everything I just said. Because it's going to take that sometimes. Because sometimes we don't have as much time as God used me to give a word. Like he can give one. It doesn't make it no better. It just shrink up the message and you still receive the same at the same encounter because we got to go to the next day. Is that about pick up your socks off the floor or why you get the last cake in the fridge? No, it's not even about that. Because when you walk like God, you don't even care about that. You'd be so glad to give more than receive. Eat the cake. So what? Let me help you out. So what? But you're not going to keep doing the same things that God is saying to us not to do. We're here to teach each other. And I'm not going to do those things either. If I know that this doesn't, you know, sit well with you, why keep doing it? I value that much to listen and learn. Have to keep repeating yourself. I notice we can't quit. How can I fulfill my purpose and I quit you? You are part of my purpose. God's will for me is to fulfill with you. Now, how could I leave you hanging? No, that's me leaving myself hanging. I can't finish without you. I need you. You're helping me. God knows I'm great in culinary. But he knows the utensils that I don't even know the names to that I have in my mind to bring the path. Helping me in areas like that. How to be. How to do. What to say. And say it this way. Helping each other. Putting out your confidence. And I'm putting out your confidence. Building your self-esteem. And I'm building yours. How? Because we know who we are. As an individual. Before I even think to want to marry you. I don't want no man to help me know who I am. I know who I am before I come with you. And I discover who I am by preparing with you. See, Father, I'm learning. See, somebody in the class may not raise their hand all the time. But they're listening to everything they're learning. And there goes a day. When they be called to give an answer because they're quiet and the teacher's going to pick on them because they're quiet. And then they go repeat everything that teacher said. Wow, you're listening. Yeah, I'm listening. And that's what I just proved to God. 
would not prove to God, but just, you know, God said, yeah, I just did. Yeah, prove. Say the word prove. I said, prove me. You just prove me. Prove me don't mean you tell me what I don't know. Prove me mean you're releasing who I am back at me because you do know. Oh, God. Keep speaking through me. Keep talking through me. I love it. I love it, God. God show me rice. Now that I'm not doing. I'm not doing that. <laughs> Father, I'm not doing rice. I'm not doing rice. Please, I'm not doing rice. I'm not doing rice. Who does rice anymore? People do all kinds of things. Rice. Why don't we do all these old things, old traditions? What's up with that? You want me to do everything an old tradition in my wedding? Why? Now I get jumping a broom. I get that. But now an all white cake, a layered cake, who does that anymore? Now you talk about rice. I'm, like, I'm not doing now. I'm not doing no rice. I'm not doing rice. I'm not doing rice. No. We, we can eat rice. How about we eat rice? I don't care. Curry chicken and rice, whatever, whatever kind of we want on the rice. I don't want to throw no rice, God. Can I release some doves or something? I don't care if I call pigeons. Don't let me throw the rice. No one throws rice anymore. <laughs> God, come on, please, please, God, come on. Can we throw rice together, me and him? Ow. I don't want to throw no rice. What is it about that? Why did they start that? Because God is saying it's, it's, it's something he likes. What is it? What is the purpose of the rice? And why did they choose rice? God said, look it up. I'll do that on my own time. Come on with the rice. All my married ladies, y'all do rice? I'm ready to eat the rice. You know, let me eat rice. God, God said, throw the rice. I'm gonna throw the rice. I'm gonna throw you, God. Father, come on with that. And throw you, but not throw you. I love you. Yeah. Throw rice. Nobody throw no rice no more, God. Come on now. Ah. Mm. Mm. Father. Let me just say this. If you want the rice, tell that man. To prove, prove your, yeah, prove yourself. Tell him to throw rice. <laughs> tell him. Tell him. And not by saying you just did by using me. Tell him. Like you said to me. If you want that, then you tell him. Because he's going to do what you want. So tell him. If that's what you want, tell him. <laughs> and God says, go back to the point. He called us both by the same first name. In the beginning, Adam and Eve had the first same name. But, you know, because of sin, you know, and because of a woman being the one that brought forth sin, God still said the fall of man. You know why? Because it was a woman who caused a man to fall short. And now the marriages, the covenants, is that you share the same last name. It wouldn't be right. We both called Dwight. Or we both called Jesse. Or we both called Kimberly. Or we both called, you understand, Susan. God have us to share the same last name. But his intentions were for us to share the same first name. We'd be called by that one name. Why? Because we're one. We're one. So when it comes to listening, listen to God. 
What do you have to say to you? I can't put on you. Let me tell you something. Don't look at my life and think you have to do. And don't even see me outdoing you. Please don't. We have to stop that. I love my man the way he is. I don't care whatever kind of man, whatever man do what. I'm happy for you. You go right ahead. You go ahead and run your 10-mile walk and run. You go ahead. I'm happy for you. My man of God may not want to do that. And guess what? I'm not even going to try to have you thinking you need to do that. Nah. You don't want to wear suits? You don't have to wear suits. But I may want to buy you one. And you'll wear it for me. Never try to change a person. Many of us try to change people without saying anything. No, I don't do that. Because there are many things that you guys do that I'm not going to ever do. And some things you guys good at that I'm like, wow. When it comes to your, your designs and your foods, your clothes. I seen a cake once. How in the world did you do that? Like, can I watch you do that? Because I'm not gifted. No matter how much I watch, I'm not gifted to do that. I'm just so amazed. Like you watch me preach. I want to watch you cook. My God. Look at your fingers going forward. Oh, God. I can see me now in the kitchen doing that. Wow, look at you. Don't play with you. All right, go ahead and stir that thing up like that. Let me taste. Oh, God. Oh, God. Come on now. For real, though. See, I can never want a man because of what he can do. No, I can do things myself. I cook it. It tastes my own batter, my own stuff. I don't want you because you cook. I don't want you because how you look. Nah. I want you because you belong to me. God said you belong to me. I want everything that belongs to me. See, I don't put a name on things that belongs to me. Because I put the name above every name regarding what belongs to me. And then God puts a name on what belongs to me. Because I'm seeking his way first, what belongs to me. I'm not going to say, Dirk belongs to me. God, I thank you for Dirk. And God never said, Dirk belongs to me. See, I'm saying it. I'm not doing that. I'm not living like that, y'all. Nah. I said, whatever you want, God, it's what you want. And that's the first thing God said. The white is your husband. What? Hold up. I made a bad move. I made a bad move. I walked away. How many years? Oh, God. It was like, Mommy, Daddy, yogurt. I'm trying to tell you. Hit the window with the yogurt. You understand? Like, oh my God, what did I do? I was so wrong. I was so wrong. Someone said to me, when you meet your, your soulmate, you're going to feel so comfortable with that person. I was like, there's nobody on this planet I can feel that comfortable with. To just, you know, be, you know, everything about who I am. Not Many of us fake like we're being authentic, but we really not. Like, we, we, we be loud, like, okay, this is who I am. But, you know, we don't have to go up in value to show that we be who we are. That's just a cover-up to say that I'm being me, but I'm really not being me because I don't even know me. See, the thing is, I could be quiet and know me. I don't have to be loud and say I know me. 
And I noticed, I found out who I am by preparing for him. I could have found out that a long time ago. I put myself through all of that. It's all good. I'm not going through it now. No wonder why being married to the wrong person, I never wanted to do anything. And guess what, guys? I'm not going to lie. I barely did anything. And I'm talking about intimately. No. And that person feels some kind of way. I don't care. I don't want to touch. Don't feel right. No. Get away from me. Don't kiss me now, ew. But I would never say that like that. But it was I couldn't fake that. I was like, mm, you don't want me? Mm-mm. No. 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 It's not even for you to say to me. Then I know. Then I know. <laughs> now the man of God said, you want me? Just don't play with me. Don't play with me. Do I want you? Come here. <laughs> Get over here. See, I had to stand up off of that one. Yeah, I want you. Come here. But I have to wait. See, I can't say come here. Calm down. See, I see how excited I got? You see the different reactions? Because you're the right one. So you can't tell me not on my toes with this one. <laughs> because you are the man. So you're going to get two different reactions. A lustful one and a not lustful one. One from God, one from Satan. What's from God, you get a better reaction. Because it's better because it's right. It's life. See, I could preach and teach about all this because I had to go through it. And you, you hear me? You heard my process. Don't you hear me learning? Don't you hear my growth? Come on now. Be happy for me. I'm proud of myself. Treat myself to an ice cream count. Three on in the cup. With some strawberries and, you know, nuts and, you know. Oh, guys, I mix caramel with strawberry syrup. I'm trying to help you. Just because I like to eat, you know, enjoy myself. Don't put that on me. I know what it is to hear Holy Spirit tell me, okay? Not enough of that. Okay, I got you. I got you. Because you drink soda and I don't? So what? Don't get it twisted. See, God tell me to do different things than you. It may be because my skin is more sensitive than yours. I can't do all that ass with my skin. Never know what God's reason is. How about we just stay humble and just follow what he says? I may be used to have many children. You may only have three. That don't mean because he's using me. Oh, oh, I'm so pure because I'm 10. No. You understand? Whatever number. Hallelujah. <laughs> you ever talk to God while you're talking to other people? Like, to yourself, like, hold on, what are you saying to me? You understand? No matter what he say, no matter what he says, follow it. Follow it. Because that man who I falsely married is so free right now. I'm so glad I'm not married to you. No offense, but we was not working. We were not working. We wasn't. Nothing worked. This entire time being here, I have never had an attraction before in my life to no mind. I thought something was wrong. People always said to me, something wrong with you, girl. 
I don't, you always got to be so odd, always so different off the bunch. It wasn't that. But it was that. It wasn't that in a negative sense, but it was that in a positive sense. I'm not in that bunch. I am different. We are different. We all are. We're not in that bunch, in that population with demons. We're in a population with angels. We're not amongst the population of mingling with the wolves. We are sheeps and sheep's clothing. We are not wolves in sheep's clothing and sheep's in wolves' clothing. And that man knew we weren't for each other. His family knew, my family knew. And their families were not, his family and my family, they were not pretending. They respected me and they respected him, but they wasn't for it. And I thank God I'm in the right place. And I learned how to not try to think I can rush God. Why do I want to be married? Because marriage is afforded unto me. That's why. There's no fancy answer. Just speak from your heart. Why do I want to marry this man? Because God written him down for me. And I'm ready to enjoy every part, spirit, soul, and body. And I'm not playing. Yes, body too. It's just not first anymore. That's last. That first, it was first. I have grown. It's spirit first, not body. Jesus. Come on, so what? Wow, I just got stuck in the thought. You know what I'm saying? Like, wow, you're an amazing, man. Everything. And the devil is such a liar. Have him to feel like he's not wanted, want you. Ask me again. Ask me again. Ask me again. I want to be, I just feel back. I'm going to go home. Ask me again, do I want you? Ask me again. Without asking me. See, he never came out and said, do you want me? No, he didn't. But by me rejecting, that shows that I didn't. Ask me without asking me. Stop playing. I'm on your back. I'm on your back. I'm on your back. <laughs> yeah. You know what's so amazing? Is that that is so true. Your spouse is your best friend. I'm not even over there with this man. Doing nothing over there right now. But I can see in the future. I'm so close with you. We have so much fun. You feel so much better. I'm here. I feel better you're here. We're supposed to be here together. We help each other. Oh my goodness. Merge is good. Merge, merge is, oh, I like merge. <laughs> I'm learning what merge is about. But guess what? You have to stay together. That's, that's the thing. You have to stay together. You can't leave and think you're going to fulfill. I can't. I can't. Leave him and then raise my hands and say, with a mighty God, we serve God, give you all my life. No, your life is also with this mind. Go back to that, man. I'm here. I'm not going nowhere. Yeah. I stood and I'm standing for mine. I don't know about you. How about, how about this? I do know. I'm not going to say that ever again. Forgive me. That was a figure of speech that's just not wise to say. I know about you. I know about you. And you're going to fulfill. You're going to fulfill. And you're going to. Please, I had to hit in on my mother. Please forgive me, mother. I'm going to call you right back. I please do not disturb. It still went through. Okay. You guys understand? For real. I am so serious with that. Guys. I know about you. 
You're going to do the same thing I'm doing. Stay. And if it's not meant, it's just not meant. If you don't know what to do, just seek God. Just don't get comfortable not knowing. Or not being certain. Go to God about your uncertainty. For real. Because it's it's God to show you what is and what's not. That's wisdom. There's no in-between with wisdom. But there's a such thing as being patient and wait on God. For him to tell you what to do. So just be open and hear. That's all. And while you're waiting to hear, he's talking to you about you. Me about me. Because I'm standing not just for this man. I'm standing for my purpose that involves this man. I'm not going anywhere. No devil could take anything from me. I'm not becoming entangled with anything. Because we all are a body of believers. But I know what's mine. And what's mine is mine. And nobody could take any person, place, or thing that belongs to me. Neither can I with you. We don't wrestle against flesh and blood. We go at Satan. And we go together. You stand up for what you believe is right. Don't you run away. You stand and you receive all that God has for you. I love you. (laughs) Enjoy.